thank y'all so much for tuning in. You could be doing so many other things right now. But you chose to tune in to the MJB podcast with JB, and we're glad you're here. So listen, I'm Mario J. Brown, singer, songwriter, and uh, CEO of MJB Music. And my man here... I am JB, also known as James Buford, uh, a.k.a. pastor, a.k.a. musician, a.k.a. some other stuff in between there. Uh, but I'm glad to be here. I'm also the CMO of MJB Music. Yes, sir. So listen, man, we started this podcast to bring you everything music education and culture. Um, so basically, man, God has blessed me to uh, have some really, really nice or good relationships in the industry. And so what I've done is kind of forge these relationships. And what I'm doing is bringing it to you. So we've been talking to legends all week long, man. Monday, we had um, we kicked it off with uh, who do we kick it off with Monday? Uh, we, um, we had Percy Beatty on Monday. Percy Beatty on Monday. The legendary. Um, le- legendary Percy yeah, Beatty. Yeah, yeah. And last night we had uh, Uncle G from uh, uh, Greg Lyons. Uncle He's G. Manager. He talks about he talked about a lot of good things, man. Just kind of giving tips on how to be successful as a manager and what you should look for. And tonight, um, so basically, James, tell them what when they tune in. What are they going? What kind of information will they will they receive from uh, this podcast? Well, what I'm excited about is the information that we give them, and uh, we're going to learn a lot of information from different people from various different backgrounds. We're going to have entertainment industry professionals, uh, songwriters, uh, lawyers, producers, makeup artists, and you know, uh, photographers, musicians from just the yeah. various different backgrounds. So I'm excited, yeah. man. Everything music, man, because it's more than the song. And that's our motto, man. MJB Music with JB Podcast, more than the song, because it takes so much more than just having to get to sing or to write. You know, so many components that come into play. So we're here to be a help and an education to you all and uh, inspire musicians and, uh, you know, people that's coming up. So uh, YouTube is not live right now. I'm not sure what's going on with that, but we're going to keep it moving. Um, So thank you for joining us. We value your time and attention. Today's uh, discussion topic is longevity as an artist. Wow. Man. Wow. How many times have you saw one hit, one, you don't hear nothing else from him, man, but longevity as an artist. Right. So our guest today, I'm just going to read his bio real quick. William Beckton is a contemporary gospel artist who made waves on both the religious and popular charts with fans of gospel as well as secular listeners who simply enjoy positive music. The singer and producer from Washington, D.C., released four albums billed as William Beckton and Friends. Chart-topping and popular worldwide hit, Be Encouraged. Y'all, y'all, y'all saints out there, y'all, y'all know that record, Be Encouraged. Yeah. It continues to bless listeners nationwide today. But you know what? More importantly, above all of his accomplishments and above all of the things that he's you know uh, accomplished, William Beckton is a genuine, kind-hearted, uh, giving man and uh one of the most genuine people that i've met and um from the day i met him you know I, i'm just a nobody trying to tell every mouth i'm just a nobody man and <laughs> when i when i came across this gentleman man he, he received me like like he knew me for years man and i was just i was blown away because i'm a fan and uh just being able to meet him and and, and stay connected to him has just been a tremendous blessing in my life so um you know jb before we get into the topic today man just tell us we want to give you a little bit of culture, a little news flash. So what's the moment of the day today, man? What's going on in our culture? So I guess the biggest thing is, you know, uh, for the last, what, seven months? Well, not seven, but probably at least uh, five months, uh, we've been in COVID lockdown for, you know, for some period of time. And it seems like that right now that the uh, 
the COVID is back on the rise and uh, that they're doing now mandatory masks. I know here where I stay in Wisconsin, uh, they just passed an order to do a mandatory face mask wearing. And it's becoming real annoying, but I, I get it and I understand why it has to be done. But uh, I mean, what, what, what do you think about that? Wow, man, I, I think it's necessary. You know, uh, it, it's either wear a mask or, or get a ventilator down your throat, which will you choose. You know what I mean? It's, we want to stay safe as possible, man. And, and coming from somebody that actually experienced it. My wife and I both had COVID a few months ago, man. Praise God. We, we made it through it. And uh, it, it, we, we've come out of it. But we wouldn't want to experience that again or wish it on anybody else, man. So we do what's necessary to uh, to make it work. You know what I mean? So I know it's annoying, man. But y'all... Y'all stay alive, man. We we love y'all. We want y'all to continue to uh you know to to be here and do what's right. So uh, MJB, you know, uh, way way to put clarity on it, buddy. Yes, sir. <laughs> Perspective <laughs> is key. <laughs> but yeah, so without further ado, man, let's jump in. I can't wait to pick this man's brain and let's dig into his heart, man. And and um, he's gonna give us his supply tonight and help a lot of people. Let's welcome our guest, the legendary William. Back then, y'all. Yeah, here we go. And what's going on, fellas? Hey, hey, man. Welcome. Welcome, man. man. Love what you all are doing, man. It's uh, you all cutting edge. It's always innovative, man. I'm just blessed to be here. Wow, man. Well, we're blessed to have you, man. You Absolutely. Look good. Absolutely. And uh, we're just we're just honored, man, to just be sitting sitting here, being able to talk to you, even if it's for a few minutes, man. So thank you, man. Yeah. We appreciate it. So, man, we just want to ask you a few questions. We're going to dig a little bit, you know, and, uh, you know, answer them, to, you know, just just from your heart, man. And, uh, you, you know, you used to this, man. So I ain't got to tell you. I'm just going to dig into the questions. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the first questions that I have for you is how did you find your lane in the industry and what steps were taken to get to where you are? So how did you find your lane? It's, it's interesting, man, because I am a proponent and I teach this often that uh, purpose just shows up. You know, you are, you are born with uh, You came out of your mother's womb. Uh, and it naturally shows up. Uh, as long as I can remember, music was a part of my life. Uh, uh, as a child growing up in uh, urban Washington, D.C., yeah. uh, we had what we call row houses. You know, it's not like that just down here in Charlotte. But I mean, the house, it was somebody else's house, like almost... 20 feet from yours, you know, and I remember uh, growing up with my, my parents, uh, I'm a church boy, the only thing I know is church, 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 but my next door neighbor, he had to be a DJ because he played the 70s hits profusely 24-7, and wow. so I constantly heard the sound that, you know, George Clinton, people, fucking Delica, come on, man, we can go on and on, Rufus and, and, and uh, who's college and uh, music was just a part of me. So sure. you understand elementary school, that high school, I uh, was in glee uh, uh, clubs, and uh, music was always a part. So uh, from there, I went on to the Delta School of Performing Arts, where it got more serious in learning to uh, sing in German, Latin, Italian, French, radio music in college. Wow. So to answer your question, purpose came alive. It was always there. I always knew that mm -hmm. that's what I wanted to do. Uh, I always pursued it. It was, you know, I, I didn't have to figure it out. It just showed up. Wow. 
Wow. wow. Yeah, that's deep, man. You know, and I, it just kind of reminds me of why people sometimes run away from things when it when it gets a little difficult. Because as you said, man, it's, it, it has to be purpose. It has to be something that's within you. Otherwise, man, when the going gets tough, you know, you have to do it. So it's something that came alive, man. Wow. And so you said, I just want to reiterate what you said. You learned how to sing in different languages. Is that what you said? Yes. So uh, one of the first things they teach you, if anyone's listening and majored in voice, uh, you learn this book they give you 20, when you first start, 24 uh, classical uh, and Latin art. So mm-hmm. Or Jesus chose his apostles there. 
there was not a gift that was like likened unto them. Okay. Uh, they went into uncharted territory, they tore down, they set up order, and they spoke on behalf of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Now the stylic anointing does that. Uh, and so when you have that call, you understand that you're gonna walk alone a lot because you're going into uncharted territory. Absolutely. Uh, getting, uh, I wrote what I, I heard from the will of God. I think we've gotten away from that uh, in these times now. I think we a lot of what I hear, not all, a lot of what I hear uh, follows a template and it's mm. template, but speak to it, sir. Get connected to the well of God. You hear things that other people don't hear that comes that comes forth from your own individuality because the Holy Spirit speaks to to us through our person, through our uh, to our own through our own creativity. So connecting to the well of God with an apostolic anointing sometimes means that you want to walk alone. You, you, I heard things like this: the music is ahead of time. The, the music is a, you're ahead of where gospel music is. I used to hear that back in the nineties a lot, and, and then later, you, you know, in the uh, maybe about five years ago, uh, a radio announcer said to me, "You know, gospel music is just getting to where you are. Uh, we're just getting to where you were then." And I'm saying, so that's flattering. Thank you for saying that. But I just really want you to play my music. <laughs> right. Because uh, the artists that write from the well of God, uh, there is an audience for them. Yeah. Uh, and if we begin to move outside of the box, well, hold on, then we'll never be late. Yeah, that's good. That's real good. So would you say that that applies? Now, How we have listeners that aren't, aren't churched that aren't uh, religious, that aren't, uh, but they, they have the gift to write and sing and they have uh, desires to, to be an artist or to continue to further their career. What kind of advice would you give um, the unchurched as it relates to uh, developing their talent and, you know, um, having longevity in the business? Um, well, I'll give you, yeah, man, I, I, I applaud you, man. You asked me to... <laughs> You broke this thing like a musical surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> Put out the secret. Let me go and talk well. Give you the terms of that. Uh, yes, sir. One of the greatest influences on my career, uh, as it relates to uh, my work ethic, style mm. approach, and I'm making sure that I'm identifying different uh, work ethic. It came from uh, Prince and, and Luther Vandross in the, in the mid-90s, uh, in the early 90s, before I actually started uh, recording. I heard Prince say something very profound. He said, when you embark upon writing, uh, never try to write a hit. Just write. Write every day. You write every day because you're exercising a muscle. He said, average writers write when they are uh, influential when they're motivated, but excellent writers write whenever they feel like it. And that stuck with me. Uh, during that time, I began to embody that that concept, just write every day. Don't Can you say that one more time? Right. Excellent writers write whenever they feel like it. Average writers write only when they're motivated or inspired. So hear people say, I'm inspired, I'm writing a song. They write. Anybody can say. When you're a professional writer, that's what you do. You have worked your muscle to the point that you can write a song whenever you feel like it. Yes, sir. And that motivated, motivated me when I was just starting. I began to do that. 
And then I heard Luther Vandross say something that I wish I could have a platform uh, to speak. I wish I could say this in a room full of other disabled, especially those of us uh, who carry the man with gospel. But I heard Luther Vandross say something on Arsenio Hall's show about, he says, when I, when I practice or when I, go, uh, when I focus on my craft, I don't focus on riffing, I focus on tone. Wow. I thought that was phenomenal because, again, I'm a vocal major. That's when we spend, the basketball vocal majors spend hours and hours working on their tone and reading it, basically the vowels. And yeah. so I heard him say, ripping is child's play, but tone something that you got to have that. You learn the rhythm, but you can't even have tone if you don't. Yeah. And those things help mold uh, my work ethic. Uh, not my style, but my work ethic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Uh, James, feel free to jump in. Otherwise, I'm going, man. I, no, no, I got, you, I, I go ahead, man. I'm doing some technical stuff behind the scenes, but yeah, man, that's some good stuff, man. It's, it's all good, man. I do have I do have another question, man. This might be a little curveball for you. Um, you know, I, I have some insight, but I want to ask you for those that that, that that don't know you as well as I do. Um, relationship status, man. How does that affect um, ministry? As far as are you single? Are you married? Are you divorced? How does that affect your ministry? Uh, I think that one of the greatest challenges uh, for a preacher, uh, anyone in Bible ministry, is really uh, the crisis in life that occurs uh, and being able to preach through and being able to write through uh, the traumatic experiences. That's why I believe that the sharpening of your skills uh, are very important because we're in a time now that the church is primed to be able to receive music that deals with relationships. Yeah. I wouldn't say that that would, be, would have been the case at any time prior, but we are primed now to be able to receive because we, we realize that um, there is only one magnetic conception of history that has already occurred. Uh, we need to be able to navigate around uh, the challenges that we have in relationships um, uh, and to receive music. Because truth be told, we've always been listening to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, facts. <laughs> I wish I could, we could open up the airways and we get a lot of things that come to our so now we're primed. I love what Isaac Reed did. That yeah. he took some chances some years ago. Fred Hammond took some chances. Bishop Jake took some chances with music on that wise. I've been working on uh, a, a project called Love Lost, Lost Worship, where I began to write out of every experience of my life uh, divorce, separation, death. Uh, uh, we have to begin to employ the principles for the Word of God that we know and put them with melody and lyric and uh, uh, with harmony and do it in such a way that we don't lose our integrity. Yeah. There is a way of doing it where uh, we won't lose our integrity. And I'm not talking about writing. I'm talking about writing to a, a, a real, straight-up love song that you believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, prime for that right Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. I definitely agree with that. And... Um, yeah, man. So I just want to dig into uh, <laughs> Be Encouraged. That song 
has changed the lives of many, man, and it continues to be an encouragement um, to the nation. You know, I, and so many times I run across posts where people say, man, when this song comes up, it just, you know, it just, it, it inspires, it sparks something inside of me. And, um, you know, so I, 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 every time I see it, I try to tag you in because I, I want you to know that you're still being a blessing to people, that people are still being affected by your music, you know, Absolutely. just this much later in the games. Like, it's just it's just awesome to watch, man. So that's why I wanted to have you on to talk about longevity. You know what I mean? To How did you tell us the story behind the song, number one? And, like, did you know it was a hit right away? Well, the story behind it, again, man, it all comes comes out of purpose. So uh, I wrote a that first project was called Broken. Okay. And um, I remember the Lord speaking to me. I was I was teaching youth in our lady Queen of Peace Catholic School and I was working in PG County School Systems as well. And uh, I remember the Lord speaking to me one word broken. Uh, and I began to write music around every aspect of the broken process because I saw people who were in uh, the word of faith environments that I was in at that time going through divorce and traumatic things in their life. And, and uh, I just knew that, you know, there was just a, a need to write this, this record. So I wrote songs about every aspect of that, of that broken process. Well, I let a, a friend of mine here, uh, when she was a, a recording artist on Intersound Records at that time, uh, which was a label that had Vicky Winans, James Hall, Jennifer Holiday, had big heavyweights. Yeah. And uh, she said, you know, she said, Becca, this is great. You know, you're writing around this concept of broken, but you got to have something to encourage the people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Came on, back to my keyboard, I said, okay, be encouraged. You know, it was just that simple. I mean, just both, it wasn't anything deep, it wasn't anything. Uh, because sometimes, sometimes songs come from um, fasted experiences, traumatic experiences, but when you work on your craft well enough, mm. you can take a concept and if the word of God is in you enough, you can transfer that to uh, melody and lyric. And, and when you write, uh, I, I say this all the time, it's more difficult to write an effective gospel song than any other article. Mm. It is. Because if you're writing separate music, it ain't no rules. You just write whatever you feel. Yeah. If you write gospel, your music has to be theologically set. And Absolutely. Yeah, and if you're going to write a good gospel song, and you got to have some salt and pepper, some hot sauce on it, too. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be the same. Absolutely. Come on here. Come on here, man. You know what I'm talking about. You got to be a little, and it's got to be Texas Pete. You know, it can't be. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that was the story behind being encouraged. Um, and I've written uh, multiplicity of albums. There were six albums that I've done, six CDs, but three of them with the title of Broken. Uh, and interesting enough, uh, the Masters, which is, I'm pretty sure you're probably jumping ahead of me, is the most important part that I think I want to make sure I say that to all artists now. Yeah. Uh, you, you're not doing anything to your own got to own your masters. When you own your master, you can do whatever you want with your music. The largest, you know, uh, uh, residuals that I get now is not necessarily from my PRO accounts, but it's from uh, uh, the accounts where I write owners of my masters. And that was the smartest thing that I did with that first record is that I licensed that master 
to the label. But that's the story of the encouraged. That's the that's the story of the encouraged part of a larger conversation called growth. Wow. Interesting, man. I, I love talking to artists, man, and finding out the process and different things because I know what it takes for me, man. And like you said, songs sometimes they, they may come from a facet. They may come they come in many different forms. Everybody has a different um, approach to songwriting and you know, some and, and most of the time you don't know technically what's a hit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you on your mind you feel like every song you write is is a hit in your mind. And you and it's just that one song that takes off and it's like, whoa, I didn't even maybe I didn't expect that one to be the one, but you know, it's just an encouragement because you just you just never know, man. So yep. so keep keep writing the sentiments of your heart, keep putting it out there, man, because somebody needs to hear you. And um Absolutely. that's what's encouraged me the most because I, I understand now that uh, you know, as my goal, of course, is to reach the nations. But if yeah. I if I just reach, you know, the U.S., if I just reach my city, I'm, I want to reach whoever I'm supposed to reach. You know, and so that's something that I that I stick to, and, and I'm happy. It saves me a lot of stress now. You know what I mean? Because I'm just like, hey, I'm going to reach who I'm supposed to, and, and it puts me in a place where I'm can, I'm totally trusting and depending on God to do what He's going to do with it, and uh, and just being being myself. You know, being genuine. That's what one thing I love about you is. You know, you didn't. Nobody could say, "Oh, he sounds like this." Or that record sounds like. No, you were, you were, you were doing what was in your heart, and you see the result of it, and, and how it just, you know, continues to be a blessing. So, man, it's just, man, we're honored, bro. We're so honored to have you today, man. It's always, man. Uh, you know, I, I'm in every, uh You just said something that's very powerful, man. I believe that. Uh, uh, and I didn't ask your question. No, I didn't know. You. I didn't know. You just you asked the question. Wow. No, man. You you write what you hear God say, and He confirms it through your your emotional uh, scale, your your emotional indicator. And you know when the song is complete. Yeah. When you write. Okay, that's it. That's it. That's complete. Mm-hmm. Production is done. That's it. Now, now the child is born. As a child, you love all your children, right? Absolutely. Yeah, most children, right? Yes, sir. So, uh, would you say songs are the same way? You write them. They are your kids. Yeah. The people may ascribe to one song, but when you write all my songs, they are my babies. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Some of your children require more attention than others. Some are skilled in some areas than others. And and you are always amazed when you release your material. To see what it does, um, it's amazing to see that. That's one of the joys and benefits of writing, in my opinion. Uh, and I love your material. I love what I love your ideas. I love the way you think. I think that um, our relationship was because uh, I'm a fan. I'm a, I'm, I'm a wow. Fan. Me too. Uh, I put your record in when I was having some dark days, wow. and uh, I listened to it and it, it, it inspired. It, uh, it motivated me to go in. I told you that. Uh, I just that was right on the fence. It's this kid called Mario Brown. Hey, this dude is the real deal. And I began to listen. And, uh, something that occurred to me, it was my second record. And our friend had just released the song called Order. Mm. And I had just finished production, I had some record company disputes and some legal battles with them, so I stayed away from project number one, project number two, took a 
long time because we had a few you know, knuckling up with some serious fights there. So Fred had released Orton. And um, for the pages of life, I believe that record. Fred Allen. Yeah. Church that morning, and I learned a very powerful lesson. The Holy Spirit told me a very powerful lesson I want to share with all the artists and writers that listen to me now. Uh, he taught it to me in about three minutes. I listened to that talk, and I said, man, Lord, and it, it, it had me in tears. It just, it just, I'm at the stoplight on the way. Yeah. And I'm saying, man, so he took it here. And I got to get here now, because I got by. And the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me. That's, that's, that's your Bible right there. Wow. His gift is for you, and your gift is for him. Mm. Now, when you get that, you'll get delivered because you'll never feel intimidated. You'll never feel uh, that uh, a competitive spirit. You recognize that what other artists have is for you and what you have is for them. Now, when you begin to look at that, you'll get into the manifold wisdom of God. So, when I listen to your record, that's never, I received it, you know, as ministry to me at this competition. Yeah. That's something that we've got to get in our hearts that someone else's gift is for us and our gift is for them. Wow. And what what do you what do you think that comes from? That 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 idea because it, it rises up in the best of us. You talk about musicians, you talk about singers, you talk about producers. It rises up in the best of us. What do you what what do you identify as that problem uh, of what you just talked about uh, wanting to compete with somebody versus celebrating? Well, well, well this is and I teach I teach this in the workshops that I do. Uh, I teach it in the pulpit, you know, in my sermon. We live it because it applies not just to musicians, it applies to preachers too. It applies in athletics. If you think yeah. about it. Uh, we are so prone to emulate and not create. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we fall into a pattern in the creation of music. Uh, you heard me early on say that we, we're living in a cookie cutter age. Here's the problem. So I, I did an interview earlier today. Uh, uh, on the uh, on the syndicated show, and I said uh, we're we're in a cookie cutter age, and instead of going to the well of God, right, what God wants to do through me, I'm listening at the hit that's out now, and yeah. I use that as my uh, my emulating barometer. Song. Yeah, your gauge. Yeah. Well, your template. Yeah, what I hear. There is a uniqueness that one that God wants to bring out of you, your it. Nobody can do can do it the way you do it. Uh, we can we can uh, when I talk I taught songwriting workshops and there, there were uh, five or six people, I would give a song title. And sometimes uh, having written and played for Catholic churches in, in way back in the past, their masses are already set, so the lyrics are already set. Kyrie liaison and, 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 and uh, uh, all the other aspects of the past, those lyrics are set. So what you are writing is simply uh, an arrangement of lyrics that are already set. Well, when you do that uh, in a songwriting class, you're going to get multiple different expressions. Right. But the same. Now, yeah. you're not, if, if that teaches uh, the writer uh, you know, not to have the influence. Because, hey, we all have the same lyrics, but we all want to hear this lyric differently. Right. What happens in our in our industry today is here it comes out using uh, uh, 
certain progression uh, or certain riffs, uh, <laughs> and we implement those things to the point that we have we have uh, chained up our own creativity, and our own creativity becomes hostage. Yeah, wow, that's interesting, man. And uh, I remember just a time where I just kind of just stopped listening to music so that I wouldn't become yeah. someone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then once I knew I was in a place where I was content with who I am and I understood what I what I bring to the table, it was like, okay, now I can open this back up. Because like you say, we do learn from one another. Yeah. Uh, Percy, Percy Beatty the other night kind of spoke to that as well, but just kind of even dug, dug into like the relationship piece of it, man, Absolutely. like the brotherhood and, you know, being able to, like a lot of artists want to know, how do I get into the industry? And most times it's not because of your, your hit record. You know, it, 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 a lot of times it comes through relationship and that's how God kind of created us to meet one another. And yes. so um, integrity and, you know, treating everybody right, treating everybody as if they, they mean something, which is, again, I'm, I can't help but stress this enough, man, how you've been, you know, I, I, I don't I haven't seen a trace of arrogance in you. And I can't say that about every artist that I've met, you know, especially with somebody that has had the, um, the accomplishments that you've had. You know, uh, you, you could you could very well, you know, be, be high minded and. You know what I mean, and, and with, with your chest stuck out. But man, we've sat down and had had, had dinner, and you know, kind of hung out. And, and I've been a little, you know, you've been a big brother to me, and I, I appreciate that, man. It's you know, it means it means the world because that's how I grow, and that's how I help the pe- the person that the people that are younger than me. That's how I help them grow, and so I, I take that lesson, man, and I pass it on. So I thank you again, you know, for just being uh, who you are, and uh, your gift has been a tremendous blessing to me. And to the kingdom, man, and just everybody. You brought you, man. You you want souls through your through your music, and that's one of the things that you know I I, I endeavor to do. You know, I, that's why I chose gospel music because I want to I want to make music that, as an artist, has an impact on the person. You know what I mean? So I I could do R and B if I want to, and I continue to write it. But as an artist, that's that's what yeah. my my assignment is for. So, uh, man, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being on, man. I don't know um, if there's anything else you want to share. I do want to make sure that you uh, share your social media handle so people can follow you and find uh, your music or anything you got new coming out. Make sure you take advantage of that at this moment. Absolutely. Well, uh, I am one of those artists that like to try to respond to as many people as I can uh, via social media. But my, uh, my address is Bechtobin, B-E-C-T-H-O-B-E-E-N, uh, Instagram and also Facebook. And... Uh, the new record, the Beaker's 2020 remix, uh, it's available on all digital outlets. Uh, you know, it's an extraordinary thing that I did not expect it to to go as fast as it is done. Mm. Uh, last week, uh, two weeks we were most added record at uh, uh, BDS and Radio, which is uh, an amazing feat. Uh, so I'm excited about that. The feature is former lead singer of The Temptations, who's not with us, but he did a session with me back in 2000. Wow. That's there's voice that you hear on that. Uh, uh, he's just doing phenomenal things. Um, of course, Holly, Holly Woodson. That's and, special. Uh, it's a blessing to be here, guys. And I wish uh, you all, I wish I could chime in with uh, Percy the other night because Percy, uh, Mario, uh, you would be, uh, have, you know, the things that you said about me, uh, I said about Percy. That's what Percy was to me. Wow. Percy was that guy that was always the same. Uh, he being a uh, 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 a phenomenal superstar artist that we all know at the time. 
Uh, and every time they came to town, we would come up on two of us. Uh, yeah. Two of us talked to me about the music, and I'm saying, this guy is in some way they come. He, he, you know, he's he, he played for the Lions and MD, them, BBCC. I mean, oh, he's man. MD, Bill Brunson, and Tommy's, you know, back in the day when I was just learning how to play. Wow. And the guy is, is, you know, he's on first name basis with me, and hanging out, giving me all these secrets as a producer. So that's how this thing happens, man, with relationships. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm blessed to go to both. JB, you say, wait, man, you tech weird right now. I'm going to have to call you up with some tech stuff. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. That's my, that's my man right there. But yeah, man, we, we appreciate you, man. We, we uh, you know, we value your time. And uh, I know you got something else that you're preparing for in a few minutes. And I just wanted to, uh, again, just thank you for joining us, man. JB? Yes, sir. We, we did it, man. We did it. We did another one. Another we, great show, man. Another this great is, show. This is episode number three for us, man. And, wow. you know, we, we endeavor to do this. How often are we doing this, Dave? Lord, have mercy. Uh, until the Lord comes. Our schedule, man, our schedule is Monday through Friday. Right. And uh, it takes a lot of work behind the scenes to make this happen. Um, so we appreciate everybody that's listening and watching. And what we'd appreciate even more is if you would share it to help us to grow this platform, to reach the people that it needs to reach. Uh, there's so many people that don't understand the process, man. And even if you're not a creative, but it, this kind of stuff just kind of, it shakes you up. Like, man, I didn't ever, I never knew this is how it happens. Right. That's the kind of things that you'll hear and you'll learn on this show. So um, again, Monday through Friday, it's at 9 p.m. Uh, Central and uh, 10 p.m. Eastern. That's so right. that's Monday through Friday, Facebook Live. You can see the ticker that's going scrolling across. I believe uh, it may have disappeared, right. but <laughs> you all will be able to subscribe to the YouTube channel as well as uh, my Facebook artist page. And uh, tomorrow, man, hold on, I got to tell y'all tomorrow. Tomorrow's guest, um, give me one second. Tomorrow's guest will be none other than, he's a music director and his name is Young World. Let me tell you who he's MD for. Young, young Cat. But he is a monster. Yeah. He's MD for Chris Brown, MD for Diddy, Whitney Houston, wow. Usher, Mary J. Blige, Teddy Riley is is like his his man. TLC, New Edition, Ti, Lil Wayne, Black Tree. The list goes on. The list goes on. So tomorrow's episode, what I what we're gonna be digging into is. Uh, the life of the music director and, and how to put a show together. What pieces are you looking for to create the band? And, you know, just how does that process look on the road? And, man, it's a lot of good topics, man. So y'all y'all join in, tune in. Again, tomorrow we're going to have Young World on the show. And um, he's a he's a phenomenal man, just an amazing music director. So, yeah, JP, take us out, man. Yeah, thank you all for coming <laughs> again. And so we are out. We are out, man. Love y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace.